stories, though. Those are the great stories. That, that's why I love being here. We had a gentleman came up here from New York, and he was sitting there for a while just talking about things. And I asked him what he does for a living, and he was an opera singer down at the New York Met. And I said, that must be fantastic. That, and he got up and he sang. You, what a voice. And the gentleman that used to be here, he was one of my first volunteers. He's passed since. He was also a singer. So I'm outside. I hear these, this, 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 these voices. And the one guy from the Met, I mean, he had a voice that would take the roof off this place. And they stood here and sang for like 20 minutes. It was phenomenal. So that's, that's the reason I love coming to this place. Yes. You know, and telling people about Beacon and how... <laughs> I have to tell you one more story. I was here one day, and this woman walked in. She had a long, black, flowing dress. She, was, well, she walked in, and she said... I want to know, this is how she spoke, I want to know where your mountain is. I said, well, if you look down the street there, that's the mountain. She said, well, I'm going there today, and I'm going to sit on the mountain, and I'm going to commune with the moon. (laughs) I said, well, I'm going to tell you something, ma'am. If you go there at night, I said, "Uh, you're going to be eaten alive by bugs, and we have animals, and I am going because... My soul tells me to go there. Okay. Okay. So <laughs> off she goes. The next morning I'm here. This was a, that was Saturday. This Sunday I'm in here and I'm doing stuff. And this young couple came in. They were so funny. Ma'am? Yes. Uh, we just came down from the mountain. This is maybe about 10 o'clock in the morning. Oh, that's good. He said, do you know there's a woman on the top of the mountain? I said, oh, the lady that's communing with the moon? He said, yeah, but she's naked. (laughs) And the girl, his his girlfriend, she goes, and she is naked, naked. I said, I I don't know what to tell you. I said, she came in here. She asked if she could climb the mountain. And I didn't see the woman again, but I assume with her being. Well, I guess that gives a new meaning to a community. You know what the bugs on that mountain is? (laughs) I can't imagine her sitting there or cross-legged. The oh, the terrible things I had a thought in my head. And, oh, she's gonna, she's gonna be itching tonight, babe. These guys were so funny when they. Uh, yeah, she's naked. I don't know what to tell you. Hope she, hope she found what she was looking for. I hope she. That's right. I hope she found what she was looking for. That's important. This is a small city, just north of the big city. Built on brickyards, factories, and small businesses. With a rich history and strong roots. And this is a podcast that serves to tell our story, share our experience, and celebrate our community. This, this is Beacon. On this episode, we speak with storyteller and powerhouse Carmen Johnson to chat all things Beacon Welcome Center. We discuss her connection to Beacon growing up her work within the city, and the joy of being a local guide to many. Without further ado, this is Carmen. Welcome back, everybody, to This is Beacon. This is Brooke. This is Ruben. This is Brandon. 
And today we have a very special guest. I'm super excited, super pumped. I know we've been saying we're going to come down and we're going to interview you, um, but we are finally here and we are here in person. So I'm going to let you introduce yourself um, and tell us tell us where we are at first. Okay, we are at the Beacon Welcome Center, which is located on 9D and right across the street from Beacon City Hall. Yes. Okay. So we are on site, on yes. location here in this beautiful establishment. Yep. And 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 and, <laughs> and, 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 and who are we speaking with? Let, let, let the guests know where, where this beautiful voice is coming from. Well, my name is Carmen Johnson, and I am the manager of the Welcome Center and have been such for six years. Oh, wow. Yes. Yeah, so we're going to get into all things Welcome Center, and for those of you who are listening, whether you're a visitor, you're going to learn what you can get out here, and even if you are a resident, what is actually going on in this building, because I know we have, we all drive by it all the time, um, but before we get into that, why don't you tell us a little bit just about yourself, Carmen, how long have you been in Beacon? Well, I've been here in Beacon since 1989, uh, however, my father was born and raised here in Beacon. And so I know a little bit about it, and I love this little city. Um, I'm originally from Peekskill, New York, and I moved to Beacon, and I will tell you that moving to Beacon, it made me feel like I came home. I love the people. I love the city, what it offers, and this is what I do. So, And you said that... Uh uh, your your father was born and raised in Beacon. Yes, he was. Um, so as a, as a child, would you come to Beacon? Well, my grandfather lived in Beacon um, until he until he and my grandmother moved to Arizona. Um, he lived on. He had a little place on eighty four. Sold gas and sold um, and they had uh, for the summer. You could rent cabins. And that's what he did. So we would come to Beacon to go and see my grandfather. So yes, we were we came as I was growing up. We came to Beacon several times, quite a few times, in fact. Wow, that's awesome. Yes. And so when, like you know, when you decided to move here, what was the thing that you were like? You know, I have to be in Beacon now. Like, because I'm thinking 1989. You know, separate from someone who says, "Oh, I came in in 2012 mm-hmm. or something like that, right? It was a different time in Beacon. Mm-hmm. So what drew you here? Well, my husband had passed away, and I couldn't afford the taxes in Peekskill. That's the reason I had to move. Um, I had a friend here, um, here in Beacon, who I have known since we were little girls. And she suggested, and you know, why don't you come and, and check it out? And I did. And um, I, I, I just, I loved it right away. There was, you know, and having somebody here that I knew helped out a lot. Mm-hmm. So that, that was the real reason to come here. Awesome. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I, cause I'm, I'm thinking like 1989 and then I'm thinking, when did you and I first meet? Oh, um, I don't know. I, you know what? <laughs> I don't re- remember. Uh, I don't have a memory for dates, um, but I used to go to, I don't know if you remember, but I used to go to Lake Walton mm-hmm. for camping, and that's in Hopewell Junction. So I knew the area. I knew Beacon and Fishkill and Cold Spring and Hopewell Junction, and it just felt like it was something familiar to me, and yep. that's why I liked it so much. 
Yeah, no, that's awesome. Yeah. And, you know, because I just think about like, you know, one, thank you for sharing that because I thought that you were here your whole life. Oh, no. Because you have been in my memory my whole life. So. <laughs> that's yeah. a scary thought. Yeah. <laughs> um, but no, just for the listener's sake, uh, Carmen, you know, fun fact, Carmen was my Girl Scout troop leader when I was a youth. Um, so I have had the pleasure of knowing Carmen for very, very long. And the thing that I always remember about you, and I don't know if you notice this, but you have such a, you know, a zest for life, I would say. You know, um, you know, when I think about like camping with you and going on trips and all that kind of stuff, like I like I've always just felt like this innate like energy within you. And you're also just hilarious. So um, so I hope the listeners will get to enjoy a little snippet of Carmen. Um, The other thing, too, if they if they don't find you at the Welcome Center, um, folks may also find you somewhere else, um, which is not too far from the Welcome Center. Um, you want to tell us a little bit about that? Well, I am a school crossing guard on South and Main Street. I am the person who you see in the morning who says to you, don't make that left. Um, and that I enjoy because, again, I'm dealing with children. And I just, I adore the children. And I've been a crossing guard for 12 years now. And I have seen some of these children grow up. Mm-hmm. And they come and see me, even when they're in college, they'll come down here to say hello to me. And that is really, really nice. I enjoy that a lot. So school crossing guard, it's quite a, quite a little job. Almost like school crossing tra- uh, slash uh, traffic enforcement, it sounds like. Well, you know, it would be nice if, if, it would be nice if I could get a ticket book. <laughs> because there's an awful lot of people I could really enjoy giving tickets to. And 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 and, and, and what what are the infractions? There, there's two major infractions. You already talked about the left for the people in Beacon. If you're coming down South Avenue towards Main Street, you cannot make the left towards mm-hmm, 9D. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So if you're planning to get on 9D, you should be turning up on Beacon Street, which is a block before. What's the second most common infraction? Parking in front of the Bank Square Coffee House. It says no parking. It says no parking. So one shouldn't be parking there. And the the common excuse is, oh, I'm parking there because I'm just running in for a cup of coffee. <laughs> but if it says no parking, it doesn't say no parking unless you're going in for a cup of coffee. <laughs> so we, we got to remember that. So those are the two major ones. And thank you for asking. <laughs> yeah. And then, uh, yeah. Um, and I, I know one of, one of the deterrents are at least, and probably made it a little bit dangerous too. Um, uh, that, that's probably another reason why you're probably just... Uh, such an enforcer because I do see the passion that you have for school crossing. You said you've been doing it for 12 years. Mm-hmm. You've seen kids grow up. Um, when people are illegally parked or doing illegal things, I'm saying as, as a crossing guard or just cr- crossing kids, it could become a dangerous situation. So uh, I appreciate the fact that, that you look at safety first. Well, I've seen a couple of accidents. That's the reason I'm so uh, – it just angers me so that people don't read signs. I've seen people come down South Avenue and make that left – and hit somebody coming off a nine D head on. Mm. Yeah, cause, head on. Yeah, for for the people who don't know, this 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 is a major intersection. You're coming oh. off of nine D, which is a state intersection. Um, you have a traffic light in this intersection, and the, the road also also splits up into almost three lanes. Mm-hmm. You got the lane that's going eastbound, and the lane that's coming westbound has the left only and the right, and the right on. Well, the left or going straight into city hall or mm-hmm. turning right. 
So you, you, you do have an important spot. Yes. And I, like I said, I wish I had a ticket book because with the number of tickets that I could write, we could pay for the policeman's overtime. I mean, it's like, it's, it's, it's every day. It's all the time. So, that was that was the first thought that I had. I was like, "What is the revenue that we could get on?" Oh yes, <laughs> oh yes, I would love it. I I actually asked, I asked a policeman one day, if I can't get a ticket book, can I get a taser? No, he, he said, "No, no, can't do that either." So <laughs> I can't do either of them. That's it. Oh, yeah. See, that's funny, Brooke. That was your first thought because my first thought was, "Well, my union hat is on, and I got to get you paid out of title." <laughs> I, I, I think we need to increase some wages over here. Well, actually, uh, you say that, but uh, they just increased our wages recently uh, this nice. year. Where now, yes, we now make a little bit more. Uh, you know, it isn't something that I could live on, but. It isn't, then that's okay. I, I don't do this by sh- for any reason. I don't do this for the money. Mm. I do this because I do love the children and, and, and I miss them. Because right now with the pandemic, um, they don't go to school on Wednesdays at all. Uh, they have remote. And on Mondays and Tuesdays, it's A to L and M to Z on Thursday and Friday. So Monday and Tuesday, I don't see anybody. No, no children at all. I guess there's nobody lives on this end of Beacon from A to M or A to L. So, yeah, you know, it's, it's tough. I miss it. But next year they say that they're going to be going back to school full time. So thank goodness for that. Yeah. Well, I certainly thank you for your service there because, you know, like you said, it's not a a real living wage. Right. So, Mm -hmm. um, you know, for me, when I see crossing guards, like, I like, I always wave, I always salute, right? Like, because I do, I I know that it's a labor of love for sure. And, you know, they are children. Yes. So while they are wonderful, they also (laughs) like to test us all, all the time. (laughs) Well said. Well said. Yes, they do. Yeah. So, so, you know, for those of that are listening, you know, wave at the crossing guards, they have a tough job out there and, you know, and, and it's a labor of love and, and I appreciate that, you know, it's not just someone there for a paycheck. We know what it looks like when people show up just there for the paycheck mm-hmm. and people that are showing up because they actually enjoy what it is that they're doing. Mm-hmm. And I see that in all of our crossing guards. I feel like, yeah, yes, like, I feel like every, I mean, and for me now, you know, a little bit about myself is that Bank Square is my coffee spot. And so that's why I get to see you quite a bit. That's right. Um, But all the crossing guards that I pass on the way, I feel like each one of you have your own unique little personality. Mm -hmm. Um, So like I know, um, I, I don't know the woman that's at South Avenue. Um, she's a tough and she's oh, a tough she, cookie. Yes, what I was going to say. I was um, like, she is tough. Yeah, so. when she tells you to sit down in the middle of the road, you're going to sit down in the middle of that road <laughs> because she said it. I believe her name is Sabrina. Yeah. Oh, Sabrina. And yep, she that, is yeah. wonderful. Yeah, no, she, she is great. great. And they lo- the parents love her. The kids love her. She's she, she, a she great can, lady. She can stop a car a block away. Yes, she yeah. can. <laughs> because like, she, knows, well she, knows, said. She, she knows when people are even pulling up on the side of the road to park, yes. and then she knows that they're going to just cross right there. So she... She has that whole intersection on. And that intersection is tough yes. because of that hill yeah, right behind her. Yeah. Well, not only that, you've got buses that pull and in the, there. You've yes. got parents that let their children off. Yeah. She's and a great the, lady. The, 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 yeah, the, the, the way parents park there. Uh, yep. Oof. 
That's it, a tough job. Yes, it's, and she does a phenomenal yeah. job. If anybody deserves a taser, it's her. Yeah. <laughs> right? Right? I mean, really. <laughs> totally, yeah. So so thank you, thank you to all the crossing guards out there for sure. So, um, Carmen, tell us, when you're not in here volunteering your time and you're not crossing the children mm-hmm. safely mm-hmm. or yelling at some of the other folks that are not following the law. Um, what can we find you do in your spare time? What do you like to do for fun? Well, I like um, my second thing that I enjoy a lot is I'm a volunteer at Beacon Reads. At Beacon Reads is a used bookstore right next to the Beacon Library. Uh, they sell used books and the money is donated to the library. Um, and I love Beacon Reads. I've been there since for many, many years and it's just a wonderful place, and they lost a lot of volunteers too, so they're not open seven days a week either. Mm. So it's tough. So I work there, and um, it's that's a lot of fun. And you know, anything anybody needs something, they all all they have to do is give me a holler and accept babysitting and walking <laughs> dogs. <laughs> Won't do either of them. They don't do either. So. I, the first thing I thought when you said, like, anything you need. I, I do have a puppy at home. So. Oh, yeah. Good yeah. puppy. And she's yeah. got a lot of energy. Oh. She's a corgi, so she just keeps going and going and going. But I will know not to call you for no. that. No, I don't do walking <laughs> dogs. Yeah. So let's get into all things uh, Welcome Center, right? Mm-hmm. Like this building, this establishment, you know, what is the history about, you know, when I was walking in here today, I was like, you know, I can't, I do not know when this place started. Well, the Beacon Welcome Center has been in this spot and only this spot since about 2008. It was through a grant There was no city money put into this particular building. It is a modular building brought here and placed on the foundation. Uh, People such as Clara Lou Gould, who was our mayor at the time, uh, Sarah Pasty, George Mansfield, so many wonderful people who had deep roots in the community helped to make this building possible. Now, when it first, it was funny, when it first opened, there were three pamphlets, three pamphlets in here. That was it. That was all. Uh, now we have quite a few. So There's a whole wall. <laughs> yes, we have a whole wall of just Beacon. We have a lot of places where you can stay, and we have a lot of places uh, not only out of Dutchess County, but Orange and Putnam. Uh, so we have we have a lot of information about the the local restaurants here in Beacon. So we have a lot of different uh, information here that you can obtain. And of course, the main thing, ladies and gentlemen, is the bathroom. Oh yeah, <laughs> we are quite proud of our bathroom, and it is the only workable bathroom at this point in Beacon because of the pandemic. So we're very proud of it. <laughs> Yeah, I was just thinking when you said the bathroom, I was like, mm-hmm. I bet you. Do many people come in here and ask for the bathroom? Oh, yeah, that's the second biggest question. Yeah. <laughs> the second question is, where you know, do you have a bathroom? Because they get off the train and there's no bathroom down there. There used to be a bathroom in the station down there, and mm-hmm. there isn't anymore. So they come up from the railroad. This is the first place they see, and they come to the bathroom. So. Can I ask, is there any, like, uh, particular etiquette when someone comes 
do they just come in and just walk in and just assume they can go right in? Yes. Do they try to like, you know, maybe smooth with you a little bit like, oh, hey, what do you have here? Then, no. Hey, can I use your no, okay. no, no. They just go right when in. You, when you are running up the hill <laughs> because you just got off the train and you have to go to the bathroom, there's no etiquette to that. You just run in and you go and you just point. That's what they do. They point. Yeah. And I said, yeah, the bathroom's right over there, and they go in. And let me tell you, 99.9% of the people that I deal with are wonderful. I've never had – I've had maybe one or two people that have caused major problems, but not most of them are very, very kind. And we do put a tip jar out for the bathroom. We do. We put a tip jar out so that because there is no uh, money for this place. There is no money at all. I was just thinking, I was like, do you sell anything here? We sell ponchos, which are right behind you on the table. Ooh. We sell water. Um, and we sell postcards. And that's what we sell. And that money is raised for the Welcome Center because there is no funding for it. So whatever I raise is what I work with throughout the season. And just uh, backing up a little bit, when you mm-hmm. said you had maybe one or two problems, are you talking about like major plumbing problems? Uh, we had one plumbing problem this past year, and our wonderful city of Beacon came. They had to replace the toilet and everything. It was serious. It was oh. a serious problem. And I'm hoping it wasn't because of one of my one of my you know guests. I call them guests. Yeah. Um, <laughs> no, the toilet wasn't working, and we had a call, and they came and fixed it and replaced the whole toilet. It was wonderful. Yeah. No, yeah. I'll, you know, shout Dedication. Out, shout out to Beacon for showing up there. And you know what? You shout out to Beacon because not only the toilet, but also this air conditioner. This air conditioner is brand new. It was just placed there maybe three years ago. We had an old, old um, air conditioner. Every time you turned around, they, uh, turned it on, there was a slight smell of smoke. Mm. Yeah. Ooh. So the wonderful people, again, of the Beacon Highway Department came, took out the old air conditioner and replaced it with a brand new one. So a shout out. They're very good. The Beacon Highway Department is very good to me. Yeah, they got they, they, they got a little, they got a good uh, maintenance department, man. They got a good maintenance man. They there. do. And they also get, a, they have a good in because I get them Girl Scout cookies every year. <laughs> You're the plug. Every year I uh, get them guilty. girls and they deserve it. Yeah. Thank you. I, I appreciate it. I know that. <laughs> I always look forward to that box of thin mints. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm they, they, there. I'm telling you every year, this year it's getting harder to get them because it's so hard to get them. Mm-hmm. So, but we'll work it out. Yeah. So, you know, going back to 2008, when you guys were just in the early stages of putting mm-hmm. this together, you know, I'm curious, you know, was what you're seeing today, is this what the dream was or has it evolved? You know, do you remember the early days? Well, I, I was a volunteer here in the, in the early days. Um, and my mom used to say, if you want something done, you don't feel like it's being done properly, step up. And I felt that this place could be run better because it was barely open. And uh, so I decided to become the manager. And um, it was very, a lot of people didn't know it was here. So a lot of people would just pass us by. It is through people knowing. We have people that come back and we see the same people every year. They come in, say, hello, how you doing, whatever. And um, so, you know, it's come a long way. We've had, we have a lot of people that come in here. Last year it was not 
too good because of the pandemic. Mm-hmm. But prior to that, we we have between, uh, I'd say, fourteen and 1,500 people that come in here on, in a season. Oh, really? Okay. Wow. And we're only open from April to October. So Seven days a week? Uh, well, we were seven days a week until we lost all our volunteers. Mm. So now we're only open. I so far have three volunteers. So we'll be open as much as we can be open until I get more volunteers. Yeah. And, and yeah. of the folks that come in here, mm-hmm. like, you know, who would you say is like the core guest that comes in here? Like, what are they, what are they most looking for? When the they- bathroom. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> well, outside of the bathroom, like for the folks that really come in here, like those folks that are the returning guests and stuff, are they coming to say hello? Or are they coming well, to see what's new? Like they're coming to say hello. Um, the, the second, I mean, we do have people that use the bathroom. I just, you know, that's understandable, but the main thing is people who come in here and they want to climb the mountain and we have, uh, mountain maps. So they come in, they ask about climbing the mountain. Um, we give them a map. We show them exactly where they have to go. Uh, we point out the G bus here in Beacon which goes all over Beacon free of charge and to the mountain. Yeah. And um, we tell them a number of people come in here and they don't know how to dress to climb the mountain. You do not wear high heels and stockings to climb the mountain. No. No. You do not wear sandals to climb the mountain. Wait, for real? You will really come in here? Oh, yes. Dressed to the nines, ready to go climb Mount Beacon? Oh, yes. She's like, those stilettos, not today. (laughs) And I say to them. Aren't good for the calves. I say, well, you know what I do? Number one, I send them to mountaintops. Because mountaintops uh, sell socks and sneakers. So that's that's the first thing. And the second thing is, if they don't want to do that, I tell them, you can find better places to walk. Go down by the river where it's all flat. And you're not walking, you know, there's not a lot of snakes and all kinds of cute little animals. Um, but, yes, we do have a lot of people. They're, they're coming from the city. They don't know. They don't know the country. I mean, I get that. But if there's an expectation that I'm going to go walking in terrain that's not concrete, I would think at some point knowing stilettos aren't going to be it would, well, would kind of factor into that equation. I really think that common sense is really important. I mean, if you know you're going to climb up a mountain and it's going to be, there's, I think people expect a sidewalk up the mountain. (laughs) I believe that. And so they don't think about, oh, maybe this isn't the proper. I've had, I mean, I've really had a lot of people. That's a lot of people who come in that are not dressed accordingly. And the second thing I tell them is, you bring out what you brought in regarding garbage. Mm -hmm. Garbage in the mountain is awful. It's awful. And I tell them, bring the garbage out. You don't have to leave it there. There's a garbage can right on the bottom of the mountain. Yeah, there is. There is. So, I mean, that's... So, those are the two major things. The bathroom and the mountain are my two favorite questions. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it sounds like a lot of these people need your expertise when yeah. they walk in. Well, I had pictures up here uh, a year ago. I still have them. I have to put them back up of the type of snakes that are on this mountain. Uh, the, uh, I've had a number of people say to me, oh, no, you mean there's snakes on the mountain? Well, yes, it's a mountain. 
You know, I did, mean, did the pictures come from the mound? Like yes. someone took them and then just yes. brought them here? In fact, what was the funny one is a gentleman took one for me. And it was very funny because his daughter had taken off her shoes to put her feet in a stream that was up there. And the snake came out of nowhere and was on top of her shoes. <gasps> so it shows the picture with the snake sleeping on top of the shoes. I said to the man, what happened? He said, well, she doesn't have her shoes. Because she came out of that mountain without them shoes. Yeah. <laughs> I just got like chills. Yeah. <laughs> there, are, there, are, uh, there are poisonous snakes on that mountain, and people have to be aware of that. Yeah. So when they come in with their, with their high heels and their stockings and their, you know, come on, guys. So when she came out of the mountain without the shoes, did she end up at mountaintops for a new pair? She actually, she went home because she was from Beacon. Oh, local. She was local, thank goodness. And um, she went up like two days later and got the shoes. So at least she got them back. But <laughs> The shoes uh, would have been gone. Yeah. I would I'm never right. have got, they would have stayed there. Yeah. They can, you know, he can move in if he wants to. So, yes. Yeah, I mean, it, that just like whole nother thought of like, all the things that people are asking for, right? Because you think about coming into a welcome center and it's one thing is all the pamphlets and mm-hmm. stuff, oh, but yes. they're really looking for direction. They're looking for, you know, you're almost like more, I see you more as like a concierge. Yeah. Well, I like the word. Um, I, I also have, uh, we got these two years ago and I really like them, are the city maps. We have a lot of people that are moving up to Beacon now. I'm sure you know this. And they want to know, where this street is and yeah. where that street is. And I now have a beacon map and it's very well done. And, um, and I sold a lot of these last year. So this is, this was a good thing. People want to know, uh, where this is and where that is. And there's just, you know, so much. I have lost track of the different stores on main street that are coming and going. Mm-hmm. You know, every time you turn around, there's a new store. Yeah. yeah. So restaurant. On restaurant. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Because I was thinking like, you know, what type of people walk in here and what are the questions that they have? You know, like one, definitely the mountain. I can imagine, you know, and maybe correct me if I'm wrong, but are people asking you things like, you know, where's a good spot to have lunch? Yes. Or where's a good spot to have? Yeah. So there's if a, I were to walk in, what would you say? Well, if they walked in here and I said, and they asked me, where's a good spot? I, I tell them, you know, my favorite, I'm sorry to say this, but my favorite is the um, Yankee Clipper. Oh, don't be sorry about yeah, that. Don't be yeah. sorry yeah. to say that. <laughs> Yankee Clipper I, that like, I was there I love, yesterday. I love that restaurant. I <laughs> yeah. love the people there. And I, I, I think that's the number one diner in Dutchess County, if you ask me. So, Well, not only that, but they're inexpensive yeah. and they're a family. If I have a family comes in here, I don't send them to Max's. Because Max's is a good restaurant. Don't get me wrong. It's got a great bar. Mm-hmm. You know, but when you're looking for a family restaurant and they have such a variety of food, Yankee Clippers it. So what I have done though lately is you if you if if you check behind you, there are picnic tables now in the little park behind me. And what I tell people, go up to somebody like Mr. B's and get a really nice sandwich and come down and sit at the park bench. You can watch the traffic. You can be outside. Also on the visitor center we had last year and hope to have it again, we had concerts on the porch. Mm -hmm. We had musical concerts here on the porch. And people came 
with their lunch and their dinner and they sat there and they listened to the music and it was wonderful. So that's another thing that we've been doing are the concerts. Yeah. Yeah. And and just hearing about the way that you promote the different businesses and stuff and uh, how you talked about the funding is do businesses sponsor the welcome center or can they donate to the welcome center? No, they don't. They don't. I go to them and tell them if they want to, this is free advertising. And we do have um, menus from some of the restaurants here in Beacon, but they don't give, we don't get any funding from any source for, for this welcome center. So, I mean, if they wanted to, I, I certainly wouldn't complain, but I'm not going to go and, yeah. and beg. I'm, I'm not in that. That's not me. No. <laughs> and yeah. I don't like doing it anyway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, but I also love the idea of the concerts too, right? Because oh, yeah. then it allows folks like a, another option for where they want to eat or just hang out or, you know, just another source of like entertainment, oh, right? Yeah. And it makes this place less of a pass-through. I, I agree with that. Uh, last year we had Tony DiPaolo here and he was wonderful. He He really drew a crowd. Um, and we've had several others that come and they sit in the back on that lawn behind the visitor center because they can plug in and they they play their concert and it's free. Wow. And it's free. And that, by the way, was set up by uh, Miss um, Vicki Rabin, who is the piano teacher. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And she set that all up. And I was grateful for her for doing that. Mm-hmm. So. I have to give her credit. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I know like with the pandemic and oh yeah, you know, all things COVID, mm-hmm. everyone's been impacted. Um, and you specifically for the Welcome Center. I mean, one of the things that I realized over the pandemic and as mar- time marched on was the amount of visitors that we were getting in this community mm-hmm. was increasing like week after week after week Mm -hmm. and you specifically were losing your volunteers at the same time Mm -hmm. so how did you manage that like were you you know was that did that put a lot more pressure on you to try to stay open or were you just kind of like hey if we can't be open we can't be open well I think the weekends are very very important to be open and I did Saturdays and Sundays Um, and I had uh, three other wonderful people who stepped in and helped where they could. Uh, but nobody wants to do weekends. Nobody wants to do weekends. So weekends are more important than any other day of the week. And so I did Saturdays and Sundays. I didn't mind it. I came here, I brought a book, you know, and I just sat and read and that's what I did. Pointed so, to the bathroom. And pointed to the bathroom, yes. I don't even put my arm down anymore. Just just <laughs> leave it up. That's we're going to have to, we're gonna have to get you one of those, like, pointer things. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Bathroom's that way. Yeah. And, and, oh, yeah. and typically, what, what are the hours that, that um, we can find a Welcome Center open? Well, on Saturdays and Sundays, we're open from 10 to 3, Saturdays and Sundays. During the week... Depending on what volunteers, right now I have a couple, they're coming in from 10 to 12. And during the week, it's not very busy here. It really isn't. It's the weekends that are the most here. Mm-hmm. So I have to kind of play with the volunteers, putting them where I think is important. So we won't be open at all for Monday and Tuesday until I get more people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so, you know, for folks that are out there that are like, hey, like, I want to, I want to volunteer. Mm-hmm. Let's walk them through what that looks like. What are the kinds of requisite, like prerequisites that you like, what are the, like the, uh, 
responsibility. Role and responsibilities. Yeah, yeah. Well, first of all, to tell you that a volunteer only has to come to the visitor center two hours a week. Two hours a week. That's the minimum requirement. That's the minimum requirement is two hours a week, one day a week. And that's not bad. Okay. They have to, they don't even need to know a a great deal about Beacon because a lot of the pamphlets tell them and the map. So they will learn as visitors learn. And that's the nice, that's the nice thing. At their own pace. At their own pace. I come here for the first couple of times and, and kind of walk them through it and make sure they know what is most important. Like where's the mountain? (laughs) <laughs> that's that's really important. <laughs> Which way to the mountain? Which way to the I had a I had a, a woman come in here one day and she said to me, I would like to know where the mountain is. And I said, Well, let's step out on the porch and I pointed. And she said, Is that the mountain? I said, Yes, ma'am. She said, Well, in my city, that's a knoll. A knoll is a small mountain. Mm-hmm. I said, Well, ma'am, it's two miles from here. As you walk more towards that mountain, it gets bigger. <laughs> It amazes me. And she said, well, you know, I didn't see it that way. So, <laughs> so I, I, I bet you get uh, all different types of characters. I get interesting characters. I get, um, I had a girl that came in here one time and um, she wanted to know if she could lay on the bench that we have here and sleep, go to sleep. She had been, I don't know if you know this, but I'm sure you know there's a campgrounds on the mountain. Yes. And that campground is absolutely wonderful. And she came down off that campground, and she was so exhausted. And so she asked me if she could sleep on the bench. I said, well, how, what are you talking about? She said, well, for as long as you, this place is open, can I sleep there? Sure. Yeah. <laughs> what she did was she took her sleeping bag, and she slept behind the desk. She slept back here. And she slept here for probably from the time I was open until I closed at three. I woke her up and she left. There you go. Wow. Yeah, so you didn't know we were a B&B, did you? <laughs> yeah, we got it all here. <laughs> I was thinking full service. I'm telling you, with a smile. <laughs> yeah. With a smile. I don't get mad at too many people. I've had uh, a really good time. Um, my worst problem, I think, going back to the bathroom is people that leave it very badly messy. Yeah. yeah. And I've had I've had one one or two of them that have left it so a mess that I, I have to shake my head. Mm. You know, and, and try and understand how does one do that and walk away. Yeah, that that, that is just so inconsiderate. Oh. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And it's not oh, like the bathroom is like somewhere so, where yeah. nobody sees you. Yeah, it's you. like right there. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> like, <laughs> like they had to do yeah. the walk of shame coming out. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> And how many people walk with that toilet paper stuck to their shoe? That's oh, a man. lovely thing. Oh, so excuse me, before you go into the big city of Beacon, take that off. So. And, and anybody ever ask you where Main Street is? Oh, yes, all the time. You know, know where- I, I got that question as, as a city worker one time, and I think I was only a block from here, and I was like, I, I almost thought that they were joking. Yes. And I, I was like, you know what? I wonder, I wonder if Carmen gets the same question. Oh, yeah, all the time. All the time. And they'll say to me, can you tell me, um, somebody said that you had a really beautiful main street here. Yeah, that's it over there. <laughs> you know what you do? Uh, landmarks are very important. So my landmark is Ron's ice cream. Ah. So I say to them, you see where that pink building is? That's the beginning of main street. 
Yeah. And the other biggest question that we've been getting lately, you which mean Ron, Ron's creamery, Ron's right creamery. Right yes. Right. Yeah. I, I, oh yeah, I know what you're talking about. They were like back. Memorial. I was like, I was like, oh, you you make sure they walk through the whole thing. Beacon Creamery is actually Beacon what creamery. that's called. Um, the other thing, too, is they have a hardware store in Beacon, yes. which they've had for one or two years. I get a lot of questions as to where that is. Yeah, yeah. That's a big question. Where is the hardware store? Took me a while so, to. So do you get that from residents? Or everybody. Yeah. Everybody. Want, for, I don't know what they, I don't know what they're going to the hardware store for when you just got off the train i, I don't get it <laughs> well i'll tell you one thing if they came in actually with a hardware store after they got off the train they walked by it and yes <laughs> so here's the thing well, this is yeah this is true All so right. you know they ask me a lot of different questions and some i try very very hard not to laugh and some you know i I have in the summertime is a major problem because a lot of people come in here and ask us where to go swimming Oh. That is a big question in this town. And there is no place to go swimming in this town yeah. because the universal universal settlement is closed because of the pandemic. Yep. Mm-hmm. And so is the um, pool at the uh, riverfront. Oh, yeah, right. yeah, the river pool. They, yes, they the, river the river pool, pool was closed last year too. So. And, and, and they were thinking about expanding that too. Yes. It, 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 it's a decent size, but I guess, yeah, with the popularity, they wanted to expand it into a bigger river pool. Yep. And they didn't have it. So we have a lot of people who come in and ask about the pool. And it's hard to say we don't have any place to go swimming in this town. Yeah, But it's also understandable. Um, where are you going that is going to be open to the public like that right now yeah, during, during the pandemic? Yes. So, um, and it still amazes speaking, me that people. So, it, yeah, well, yeah, no. yeah, I feel yeah, like I the amount of questions that we get, yeah. Yeah, and you, you know what I'm saying? Because it, it's also a difference. Like on the weekends, I, I know you said like you don't really – Partay in like uh, Vegan's Main Street on the weekends. You come straight down. I come to the, straight here. Yep. Yeah. Yep. So it's like early in the morning. Like I'll come down to Beacon at like eight o'clock in the morning. I yes. and I walk Main Street Beacon early on because I know by ten thirty eleven, it's a different city. Absolutely. You know the, the the vibes different, but but I also think that that's what is also a, a great thing for the city. You know, um, we do have a lot of great local businesses and it's like at the end of the day for the local businesses to survive, you need that foot traffic. Um, I know Brooke mentioned about the, having a welcome center in beacon. It's almost like we open our arms to tour, to tourism, to visitors. And um, I, I, I think it's neat. It needed to keep the city vibrant and it's definitely a different city from what I grew up. And um, it's, it's, it's almost like uh, I used to be jealous of my friends in New York city. Oh, yes. So I go, when I used to go down to, like, the Bronx and just sit on their stoop with them, and I'm like, man, this is amazing. You get to see different people. Like, where I'm from, I see the same people all the time, <laughs> and I'm related to most, most of them. You know, so as the city was changing, I, I guess I was just able to adapt to that just because of my personality and character, you know? Oh, yes. So to see the where the city is, it's like, oh, yeah, this, this is like... I, I used to call it mini Manhattan when when I graduated from college and came came back and started seeing some. I used to I used to joke about it, but now <laughs> it ain't no joke. Well, isn't it called Isn't it called um, Brooklyn North? I, I, I almost Beacon is called Brooklyn North. Well, it yeah. is. Yeah, we get up. We get up. No, bro. Yep. Yeah, and you know that was something that I was thinking of is when folks come in here. Like, do they share with you how they learned about Beacon or 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 
I asked them. them? Yeah. I asked them. What do they Because say? I want to know. I, yeah. how, how did you find out? Um, the first time I was here, and, and, and almost that whole summer, there had been a wonderful article in a European magazine about Beacon and how they should come and see the mountain and everything. So I had a lot of um, foreigners from all over the world, all over the world. They came to New York City to do something in New York City, and they decided one day to get on a train and come to Beacon because they heard about it in a magazine. And that's how they heard about it. So there have been a number of articles in newspapers, the New York Times and and several other newspapers about Beacon and how much it's gone forward. This, and, and you know this because you're born and raised in this city, this city has come 110% to what it used to be. And that's what people hear about, and that's why people come. Mm. You know, and I send them all over. I send them, one of the places I send people is Cold Spring. Uh, because Cold Spring is a lovely little town, and I think they'd get a kick out of. So, oh, yeah. and, and because it's on the train, it's great to get on the train yeah. and just to go down to Cold Spring. And then we have the trolley in the summertime, which is a lot of fun. So, yes, they, they, it's a lot to see and, and know in Beacon. Yeah, and, and that's what I think of when I think of the visitors that come. There's those hikers that, you know, with mm-hmm. their stilettos um, and <laughs> stockings. Mm-hmm. I, that's the hikers that are like, I'm here because I know there's a big mountain and I want to conquer that mountain, right? And yes. then there's this, um, I guess I what I call is like, you know, the window shoppers, the ones who really want to like enjoy the vibe of Main Street and mm-hmm. like, you know, have the donut and go into the shop and get their, you know, their, their bath or bubble stuff and you know like all like they like that and so I can totally see why you would then also recommend a cold spring because it has that same main street kind of vibe where you can kind of just peruse and Mm -hmm. you know Mm -hmm. um kind of just allow your day to flow with all the things that you're going to see but not necessarily um focus on any one activity Mm -hmm. um so the question I have for you is that when people you know you know, do people stop back when they're ready to go? Like, do you find people come back through here when they're leaving? Or? You mean when they're leaving, getting yeah. back on the train? Yeah. Yes, to use the bathroom. Because no. <laughs> <laughs> I'm wondering if we delivered on the expectation. Like, do you Actually, have people you that know, say, this is amazing, I can't wait to come I back? Have had, I have had a number of people who have come by and said, we just wanted to say that we had a great time. I, I have a little story to tell you. There's a flag that flies here. It's an open and closed flag that flies at the welcome center and it was not doing very well it was all ripped and it was not looking good so um i had put it out and a father and a son came here one uh, in the afternoon and the son sat looking at the flag wouldn't take his eyes off the flag just looking at it and the father said my son is autistic he said and he loves flags loves flags I said, oh, that's nice. And he said, he would really like a flag like that. I said, well, you give me your name and address, and when I take the flag down, which I was going to, I was getting ready to throw it out, I'll mail it to him. And I did. I mailed him that flag, and I signed it. I signed it, Beacon, New York, and my name and the date, and I sent it to him. And that's what I did. And I said to the father, well, you know, he likes flags, but I like pens, I collect pens because I'm nuts. And um, 
the father sent me a ba- uh, 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 envelope full of pens. Oh, that's so. Awesome. That's the kind of I like people to walk away with that kind of feeling, not only by the town, by the city of Beacon, but by the welcome center. Yeah. yeah. Do you remember where they were from? Long Island. Wow. It was Long Island. But the son, I mean, it was, it was, he just couldn't take his eyes off that flag. And the fact that I was able, I didn't have to throw it out. I put it in a, in a, in an envelope and sent it to him. So that's cool. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Well, I mean, I, you know, first I just want to thank you so much for sharing all of this. Um, I truly love the fact that you are here. Mm-hmm. I mean, because you exude, I mean, you exude the beacon spirit, you know, people are walking in here and this is the first interaction that they get to have with our community. True. And I would implore on the folks that are out there that are like, you know what, I want to, I want to volunteer. The bar is high. Okay. First of all, mm-hmm. you got to know how to work with the people. Yeah. <laughs> yes, you do. Yeah, you do. <laughs> yes. You got to know how to work with the people. Yes. Um, but, and you also know how to, you have to know how to point to the bathroom. And the mountain. And the bathroom. mountain. Yep. Yep. And um, not laugh. Yeah. Don't laugh. <laughs> Don't laugh. Yeah. Um, so, I, so, you know, I just, I want to thank you for just that service that you do because, you know, we talk a lot about the magic that which is this town. And the one thing I always think about when I think about the amount of people that are coming in the, you know, if you're a visitor, like, are they really getting the essence of beacon? Mm-hmm. Now I know that at least if they stop at the welcome center, they will know our heart. Well said. Yeah, That's well said. And I, I do thank all of you for having me today, Ruben and Brooke. And oh, we're not Brandon. getting we're not getting rid of you just yet. I yeah. just wanted yeah, to make yeah. sure that I pause. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Got to make sure we give you your flowers. Yeah, oh. all of your flowers. <laughs> yeah. like that is that is all of us on behalf of the city thanking you for your service here because you thank know you. I, there's a lot of you know we all have visited other places and yeah. when they do have welcome centers sometimes they are paid folks and you know we talked about the difference between doing it out of a labor of love and doing it for the check and how it does change the mm-hmm. vibe a bit mm-hmm. um so you know i just want to make sure we pause and say thank you thank you thank you because i know that we are benefiting from that we are benefiting from that you know many many times over as a city yep and I, and i and i think you're a true example of what we talk about the pride of that most people in beacon have and especially ourselves with that volunteerism and that volunteer spirit and then for you to move in to beacon when you did and it seemed like you just had it from the gate uh, uh, and also with the way your mom taught you mm-hmm. you know with, with yeah. that spirit of it get involved yeah. Well, you know, when I moved to Beacon, um, I felt like I was accepted. And that was the major thing. I was accepted. They didn't look at me any other way just by, okay, this person's coming and she wants to, you know, she wants to come here and live here. And, and, and I've never felt not accepted by this city. And that's why I love it so much. Yeah. You know, and I lived in Peekskill a lot longer than I ever <laughs> lived in Peekskill. <laughs> so, I mean, it's it's You're amazing. Like, not it's throwing amazing. any shade. No, not at all. <laughs> not yeah. at all. Well, well, one thing I want to point out is uh, a lot of things that you do have within the visitor center. Mm-hmm. So, and I, and I think a couple of us are looking around the room. So, like, we're trying to, like, talk with you. We're looking around the room. like, And, <laughs> yeah. and, and questions are just popping in my head. And, sure. and, and And I have to ask you about that Highland Hospital book behind you. Because I'm like... Is my name in there? Oh my gosh. 
Like that, Where that right, right there, all the way to the right, right there. On the second there? Sh- down, down, down there. You, you see go. it next that's, to the that's o- that's very, very old. Yeah, yeah. No, that's I, that wouldn't. We are very proud to say that the Beacon Historical Society has given us all the old pictures that you see, the ferry and all the and the mountain and everything, and they have they have supplied us with all these pictures, and all up in here, and and this whole shelf here, not the liquor. Yeah. <laughs> the liquor. And by the way, you know what the sad thing about the liquor bottles is They're they empty. came empty. They weren't oh. even full. <laughs> so they have given us um they have given us all, they have supplied us with yeah. all of these and it's wonderful. And um we even have some old bricks from yeah. the old brickyards because Beacon was known for its bricks. Yeah. And we have one or two of them. And so, yes, we even have a picture of uh, Mario Patina, who was our middleweight oh, yeah. yep. champion, he and is. he's up there. And so, yes, we have some wonderful, and people do come in, I will tell you, people do come in and ask about the pictures, and yeah. where did you get them, and what is that, and uh, of course, Pete Seeger, mm-hmm. they, they always ask about him, so. What's the, uh, what's the story with these fists up here? Well... Uh, a couple years ago, there was a, a a factory here in Beacon called Talix, mm-hmm. and Talix made, for instance, the uh, Da Vinci horse. That we were in was, high school when that was. Yes, yeah. and I remember that. And uh, the horse was massive. Yeah. It was huge. Yeah. Yeah. And if you remember too, they made the soldiers for the Vietnam. They did. Yes, they did. Yes. And they uh, for the memorial. Anyway, the gentleman that worked there, he made those fists up there, and the um, horse. Behind me, those fists up there belong to uh, Muhammad Ali. They are his Crazy. fists, and you know what's amazing to me? If you look at them, because they are the actual size, he didn't have big hands at all. That was my first thought. He didn't have big hands at all. No, um, they and were fast as hell. They, and that's oh. what got him where he was: was his speed, not his hands. So that was amazing, and they were given to us. By the gentleman who made them, um, he was a friend of um, Howard Cosell. And Howard wow. Cosell knew him very well. And when this place opened, uh, Howard Cosell used to go to, if you remember the old, um, they used to have down the East End, um, the old shops. Oh, the antique, uh, antique, shops. antique, antique uh-huh. shops. Antique shops. Oh, yeah. Howard Cosell was a visitor there all the time. So they were given to this place. Uh, on behalf of Howard Cosell and Muhammad Ali. Wow. wow. So The connections. And, yes. yes. Fun fact for you. And you know what? Uh, it was funny. Um, Randy Cassell, who was mayor at one point, he mentioned about putting those hands in a special area because he was afraid somebody would break into this place and steal them. Mm. That and the horse. Well, those hands... You couldn't move that because those hands are connected to this pamphlet rack. Oh. Uh. You could never. So, yeah, we're prepared. Was like, oh, now we know can, what we're doing. Yeah. The you whole can rack never, will be gone. The whole rack. You'd have to move the whole rack before you got those hands down. So that's just to let you know in case anybody really wants them. And, yeah. And, and the visitor center is located across the street from the police station. Yeah. Yep. So. <laughs> yes. Well, yes. Uh, we, yes. Try if you may. You know, uh, we had a... a we had a one time where the lights were left on here. Somebody had gone home and they accidentally had lights on. I have to tell you, the police called us. 
said, is somebody in the visitor center? I said, no. Well, well somebody left the lights on. And I thought that was cool, I, that they did keep an eye on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, so, I mean, that was a good thing. So, oh, yeah. There you go. Shout out to Beacon Police. Yeah. Yeah. And then, um, you know, he, he brought up the Highland Hospital thing because we are one of the last few babies out of the Highland Hospital. Oh. Yeah. So yeah. I'm, I'm like, is, is, is that a registry or something? No, that that's an old book about it. And uh, it's it's old. He's trying yeah. to confirm that he actually. <laughs> <laughs> you mean He's the like, well, word? that's what my mom says. I don't know. <laughs> no, the, the Beacon uh, uh, Historical Society, which they are moving uh, on the verge of moving, but they were right up the street on South Avenue for a while. Yep. Yeah. Now, now they'll be over on uh, Leonard, Leonard Street. Leonard Street, yes. With, uh, right at St. Joachim's Church. Yes. And they'll be over there. I don't know if they're in there yet. Uh, I, I don't think so, but it's, you know, it's an, that's another great place to go to, and that's another place that needs volunteers badly, too. So, mm-hmm. Yeah, and definitely a cool place to, to send some folks to. Um, and I have done here. that. People have come in here and asked questions about trying to find a relative. Oh. And I've sent them there. So yeah, we get all kinds of questions, interesting questions. Yeah. So. Mm-hmm. No, this has been this has been super fun. And, you know, like even for folks that are, you know, in the city, right? Like if not only for to see the Muhammad Ali fists, right? Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. there are it's it's definitely worth a stop to come in because I tell you, you know, and we all are guilty of this where like there's either like a shop or a restaurant or a you know an event that you miss here because there's so much going on and Mm -hmm. then on top of that this is our real lives here um this is a good space because even just being in here i'm kind of inspired by all the pamphlets i'm like oh what does that mean over there you know so like it is a good spot you know especially during the pandemic a lot of the you know, the term is staycations, right? Like people aren't really going out very far and that kind of stuff. We are in an area that has a lot of great things that you can do, whether it's a hike that you're going to go try that for the first time or, you know, um, an area, you know, go visit the, you know, the historic society or whatever that is. You can make your home your vacation is my well, point. The other thing is, uh, and I often tell people that if they're going to go to someplace, call ahead. Because yeah. it might be still closed because of the pandemic. Yeah, or, or have different rules and regulations. Yeah. Yes, and they should call ahead and find out absolutely what might be different. So that's one thing that they definitely should do. Yeah. So, No, yeah. definitely. So before we let you go, we have one, one last question. Okay. And this is a pop question that Brandon's going to take away. <laughs> um, so here at I Am Beacon, we like to refer to ourselves as the Avengers of the city. You know who the Avengers are? Yes. Yes. Captain America, all those, yes, all those all them people. Great. Yeah, yeah. So So with that, let's explain a little more. Yes. So we each bring a different um skill or a different um superpower. superpower to what we do here in I Am Beacon or in general what you do here in the community. Okay. So if you had to pick your own superpower, what would that be? I make people smile. That's my power. That's a powerful power. Yes. And when they walk out of here, I've actually, I, I have to tell you one other story we're talking about. You know, the history of Beacon is, is phenomenal. And what people don't realize is that there are haunts in this town. There are places that are haunted. Mm-hmm. And I've sat here and told stories. And it's funny, people be coming in for something, and I'll be telling a story, and they have to sit down and listen to it. Oh, I want to hear this story. So Beacon not only is wonderful with its shops and the mountain and the river and all the wonderful places,
places to see, but it's also a town that has a huge history. And if you dig deep enough, you might find, like Ruben said, you might find another relative. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So, and And and, and I I think I'm going to second the fact that you can make people smile because I'll tell you one thing. Sometimes even when I, if if, if I'm having like a bad day at work and then I come across you school crossing, you make me forget about what's going on. And like, there's a wit to your character and also like this this, this, uh, comical comedian in spirit that you have that. No. You 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 have a way with your words. Well, usually like, when you come by, I'm usually yelling at somebody for taking the <laughs> left. <laughs> yeah. And um, you don't you don't really have to put it out there. I'm not gonna put it on the spot since Brooke already confessed that uh, the coffee shop was her favorite coffee. Is there? She didn't park in a no parking spot though, right? No, she, she never. Well, actually, she never does. She never does. No, she parks where she's supposed to. The other thing too is I've noticed <laughs> when people are coming up the street. And when you're coming up the street, you're supposed to park on your right if there's a parking spot. Well, the other day I saw a woman park on the other side, on the of, side the, of the street. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and yeah. I, I said to her, ma'am, uh, you can't park there. <laughs> well, why? I'm just going in to get a cup of coffee. You're in the wrong spot. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, I, 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 I saw that a couple times on Main yes. Street. And, and, and these like young girls did it. Up at the mountain, of Bob's Corner Store. They just pulled over to the other side. And and and, and uh, a, a friend of mine who we hiked the mountain with, me and my fiance were hiking the mountain with, they're like, you do know you parked on the wrong side of the road, right? And she's like, oh, really, we did? I'm like, yeah, <laughs> turn around and face the other way. Well, there you go. Mate, amazing. They don't give you common sense when you get off the train in Beacon. <laughs> <laughs> Obviously, a lot of them leave it on the train because it's... We've but thank check you. The train for common sense, yes. for yeah. sure. Absolutely, don't check the bathroom though. <laughs> <laughs> but well, uh, thank, thank you. you, thank you again. This has been like super fun. Good. Um, and you know, I would say to the folks out there, if you are interested in volunteering, definitely reach out. How can they contact you? That's well said. Uh, there are my name and telephone number are on the welcome center itself on the windows, but uh, you can contact me by calling. Um, in, Eight three eight three six eight five. Okay, and that's my home phone number, and that's fine because it's only me, so it's no big deal. But if, if I'm not home, just leave a message, and and I'll tell you, I'll even put this out. Even if you want to do an hour, I'll accept it. Awesome. One hour a week. Oh, really? Think about it. So that's a challenge to the community. That's here. a very yeah. good. Very good. That's a challenge to the community to get out here and do your hour. That's all I'm asking. Yeah, and we're and we're gonna come up with some 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 ideas. To, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. We gotta we gotta get people. So this, thank you yeah. very much. Awesome. Thanks, Carmen. You're welcome. You're welcome. But hey, before you go, Brandon and I have a quick ask of you, our audience. Yes, you. So, Brandon, if folks have been enjoying this podcast and all the things that we're doing here, what are some things that we want to let them know that they can do to help us share this with more folks? Well, I think the best thing you can do is share the word. Let people know how you can find us. If you're not sure, which you should because you're listening to us right now, just yes, in yes, case, yes. you can always find us on Anchor. You can also find us on Spotify. You can find us on Google Podcasts, Breaker, Pocket Cast, Radio Public, And all you have to do is type in, this is Beacon. Awesome. So, you know, really quick, guys, really the thing that we're asking you to do is if you enjoyed this podcast or any of them, one, if you haven't listened to others, definitely go check them out. Two, pick up the phone, let somebody know, text, call, et cetera. 
You can also follow us on Facebook. That is super helpful for us because we really like to, you know, continue the conversation there. You know, let us know because we do get a lot of personal messages sent to us, but feel free to go ahead and post that right there on Facebook, what your thoughts, feelings, et cetera, are. The other thing that we'd love to hear more from you is if you have a story or a business owner that you'd like to hear from, um, let us know. If there's a business owner, if there's a local legend, local hero, a story you want to share with the audience, uh, you know, just DM us or write to us on Facebook and we'll be sure to contact you to have you on the podcast. And one little last piece. Just a little. Just a little bit. If you can, no obligations need it, but just give us a like. Or if you don't like, Give us some sort of review. Let us know what you'd like to hear, what you maybe don't like to hear, and we'll see if we can make that happen. Yes, we aim to please. So for that, thank you for listening. You have been listening to This is Beacon, a dynamic duo high-five production in association with I Am Beacon, a nonprofit organization.